The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. All right, thanks for listening and calling and participating in today's show. Great work by Black and Abdallah. Again, they're out tonight with Miller Light Bears Night in Chicago. Out in the Ville, Naperville, Crosstown. Great place, great wings, Cold Miller Light. Go see them on Ogden Avenue. Just a little bit west of Naper Boulevard tonight from 6 to 8. Eddie Jackson will be there at 7. D-backs and Dodgers after that. Time for Crosstalk brought to you by Club Hawthorne. Celebrating Oktoberfest all month with Sam Adams. Buy a beer, get a free bet every Friday. See HawthorneBettingBars.com. For all the details, Waddle and Sylvie are here getting you home on this Monday. What's up, boys? Boys? It is is good to be with uh, the good kid, the champion for all marathon runners. Yeah, what a jerk. Yeah, who cares? He ran. Punished your body. Can you imagine? Imagine just uh, diminishing... Finishing a marathon? Might, might as well be this, official Kenyan day here. I mean, it, what's going on? It was. It I mean, was, they're unbelievable. We already talked about it, Sylvie. What's wrong with you? You can't handle it is a conversation the, about the greatest marathon runners in the world and reasons they come from Kenya? I think he can. Yeah. They, um, oh, what do you turn around for? Well, all because of the way you put it. Oh, look at me. My yeah. hands are in the air. It oh, is, I can't handle a conversation. It is the one sport where, it is the one sport where participation trophies are, are deserved. Acceptable. Yes. yes. Agreed. That is one of the grossest pictures I, I did you see the gash in my kid's hand oh, that's Saturday that what happened, happened? What six, did he stitches, do? six stitches what did he do well the young wizard that he is who is this Jake or little Jake what's that noise I have no idea oh, it's outside the blowers I gotcha so I asked him to cut some stuff down he wanted to earn some what money. What did he say? Cut his thumb? He hey, I'll give you 20 bucks to cut your oh, thumb no. off. Is that a chainsaw? No, no. So he was working on a tree outside in the front, taking some of the lower limbs off. Oh, okay. Because they hit the car as you pull into the driveway right, right. and stuff. So, with the- so take some of the lower limbs off. He gets the ladder and decides he wants to work a little further up the branch. He's cutting the branch halfway through. Oh, no. It comes down, grabs the ladder, hits uh, the ladder. No. He's not using the tool I suggested. He decided, I'm going to use my sawzaw. And then the sawzaws in the hand on the way down. That's a bad him. boom cut. Yeah, six stitches. He's fine, hundred percent. Actually, I would have thought more than six. I was going to say wow. that as six well. Di- he's uh, he's got Croatian. What you does know. that mean? What Croatian does that mean? Skin. The nurse when she's giving him this is the thickest skin I ever saw. Is that really? What he was like saying? an alligator. He said thick. Is that a good thing? Yeah. Well, he felt I would fine. Think it's, uh, six stitches. He's healthy. He's really on. I think he wants the soft, like Mediterranean skin of the of Italians. Course. He wants olive oil. Skin. Olive oil it might be soft, but it's thick. Okay. Thick. Well, she's like the anti. She was yeah. trying to know. That's what she was trying to do, and I appreciate that. that, Sylvie. Listen, what she was doing was trying to drive the needle through there to stitch it up. Right. Drive it through one side, the other side, you know, right. with that little U-shaped thing or that yeah. half a circle-shaped thing. She was going through there. She says, you got some tough, thick skin. Interesting. I'm surprised there was only six stitches. I am, too. Like, I am, too. I am, too. Like an alligator. That's a big cut. That's my guy. Yeah, but he's um, fine. I the mean, worst I might part of those out, things is when they've got they to give you the shot in the wound to to the lidocaine shot. It's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, but at this it's point, just going to sting a little bit. At this point, he was fine. Was the he, parade's over now. Everybody's happy. Okay. Um, was he? Was this today? No, Saturday. It was Saturday. fine. Yeah. 
Can he then play my golf? daughter took him in, and my daughter passed out at the side of oh, his did blood. she? I go, you know you're in medical school. Right. I, I mean, really? Know, <laughs> I mean, I go, you know you're in medical school. I hope she Am can I wasting that? my money? I mean, What's really? going on? You know? Oh, no. You can't be fading at the sign of blood. I think it was his, her brother. Yeah, maybe that. She was a brother. She was, she, to me, oh. she was, blood doesn't bother me, yeah. but it was his blood. So she freaks so out. So it you know, might have been. There will be blood. There will. Yeah, that's great movie. What a movie. What a movie. Maybe that is his best role of all time. He's got a lot of them. Do you see Jason Statham? Or what is it? The Gangs of New York? Gangs of New York, yeah. Jason Statham's coming out with a movie called Ooh, The Bumblebee? No. The I Bumblebee. love Jason Statham. I love him too. It's got nothing to do with Transformers, stuff. does it? I don't think so. Right, I, I hope, hope so. Not. I don't know. I had enough of those movies. I've had enough of them. I I'm think he's the best of the tough guys. The ones with Ooh. Shia LaBeouf in there Ooh. were still good. Is he still Once acting? Shia left, it was no good. Uh, I'm going to take our guy from Taken. <laughs> yeah, Liam Neeson. Oh, Liam Neeson. Really? Uh, Liam Neeson, yeah. Have you seen Have you seen the movie Ice Road Truckers? No, mm-hmm. I have. Produced over what? Yeah. yeah, they got the little hula skirt thing. Everything up there. Everything. Every one of his is mo- every one well, of his movies. How far back the same. are you They're going? The same. Like for this uh, category, the tough guys. Oh no, he's saying oh, tough no. guys. Charles Bronson's the original, Bronson, right? Of I mean, Chuck, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Clint Eastwood's the original tough guy. No, but Charles Bronson was great. Death Wish. Come on. Yeah. Death Listen, Wish. Uh, Denzel Wish. in the first Equalizer. Yeah. As tough as it gets. Yeah. It's great. John Wick. John, John Wick, Wick Jack Reacher. Yeah, Jack Reacher's another Rambo. That, what's his name in Mission John Impossible? Rambo. James Bond. James Bond. But James Bond's, yeah. Oh, he's a tough Ethan guy. Ethan Hunt. Are you, are you talking Ethan said Hunt? Ethan? In, uh, Ethan? You said Ethan what? Hunt in Mission Impossible. Yeah, that, that's, right. that's his that's name. The yes, thank you yeah, very much. You're welcome. What about Van Damme? Get out of here. Nah, get out of Come here. Come on. Get Those out. were fun, though, back Those in the day. Boy. They were pretty fun. Boy. Pretty boy stuff. Too, too I have boy? actually too enjoyed... Have you ever seen The Expendables? No. Uh, it's like two or three of them. It's, it's yeah. Stallone. It's, right. Even the Bonds are handsome only in a rugged way. I know. Not really in a classically, like... Great lines and, and like male model Fabio type stuff. Yeah. They're more more ruggedly handsome All than right. they are handsome. Yeah. Even Piers Bronson. Yeah, he's yeah, pretty handsome. Yeah, he's all right. I don't know. He's pretty good. More of a rugged, guy. handsome guy well, for me. It was very odd. My daughter, I Angela. Mean, you know how I judge my handsome 28 at the t- right now. I think when she was like 18 or 19, maybe she it was like at 20, like... She loved Pierce Bronson. He really? had to have been Brosnan. fifty. Brosnan. He had to have been oh, fifty she at the time. For him. Yeah. She wasn't even twenty. What That's movie? Right. Is He's that? handsome. I mean, Renee Russo. Russo. Handsome. I don't know, but What's like, the, movie with Renee the remake Russo? of the Thomas Crown Affair. Oh, Thomas Better than the original. Affair. The original yeah. one stinks. The original. Nah, Steve McQueen. That, but it's so much. Now it's Steve McQueen. It was off. But it's better. I didn't necessarily the, the, like. I mean, when we were ten, we liked Bo Derek. Okay, that's oh, exactly right, Sylvie. Oh yeah, no, you know you're right. I mean, it's just it's odd when it's your daughter you know, and she's yeah. 18 and she's fawning over a 50 yeah. year old man. Well, yeah. it's a little weird. Yeah, just saying. That's true. Personally, Kathy Ireland. I mean, love that. Love we're, we're pigs, though. The, um, your 18 year old daughter's not a pig. Right. Right. That's the difference. Come on, we've done. You can this. differentiate. Cheryl Lad. Cheryl Lad. Me for my money. If I had Heather Locklear. If I had to put something on, some I know. Boy, have you Bo, seen Bo her? Now? Was really aging me. Yeah. I was well, going back to Jade Stenson in like fourth grade. Well, yeah, that's there in ten. Well, yeah. when ten came out. Wow. Yeah. Fourth Dudley grade. Moore. You don't even Dudley know Moore. what's going on. Oh, right? sure we did. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, really? we did. What did we have? 
Nothing. We have movies. We have black and white television. We had movies. We're just on the color. Uh, the the color television was yeah, just but being in fourth produced. grade. You didn't know. You well, didn't I mean, have that funny you feeling didn't have that feeling. go through your yeah, body. I didn't have like oh, probably not until yeah. fourth, grade? Uh, fourth grade. Sixth, seventh grade was yes. the first yeah, time. Like sixth grade, junior high. The tingly thinglies. The tingly thinglies. Well, you advanced early. We got busted for the kissing game back in the day. Well, bunch of degenerates up in Skokie. It's not a shock. You know, you know, just give me a kiss. It's so. Okay. Your mom won't care. Just put your lips no, no, right on mine. Don't, you don't, give don't, me don't, a smacker, you. Don't, don't, don't make the a There was game. no forcing. I mean, really, that's not the kissing. Well, it was a uh, participant. In the 70s, don't pretend. <laughs> we, like, we didn't have any uh, no, iPads or anything like that. Put but your I'm hands down. Like I'm not grade. armed. Yeah. I don't know. I, to me, it was like sixth grade yeah. when it starts the second. Junior high. Yeah, so of course. To, yeah. then Next thing you know, you're going to tell me we can't play. It's cold outside. Yeah. Come on now. Settle down here. I don't even know that that. cold outside. My. I can imagine, but I mean, like, I've never even heard of that. You remember the song. It's cold outside. Maybe it's cold outside. Oh, oh, the song. Yeah. Yeah, it's cold. Well, it is uh, a little. It is a little. Uh, not really. Uh, we found out something you, today you, you that we never the number, knew. That you heard when they were complaining what? about that song. Did you hear what the number one, the number one song in the country was? What was it? Yeah, I, don't I can't say it on the oh, air. That's how bad it is. Oh, did somebody fart? I didn't. No, there's no, been but an odor one. outside. It's odorous, though. Is that you? No, I it has to do with the parade in the sewers. Yeah, it does smell like dog, though. Hmm. I noticed it walking in today. Smells like a combination of dog poop and wet horse. Oh. Oh, it is bad. Yeah. It's a a, karma. It's a... What what you say? Stings the nostrils. It's a foul scent. Flares flares the nostrils. I thought it stings Stings. No, it stings the nostrils. Stings the nostrils. Stings the nostrils. That smells like pure gas. It smells like they had horses here, and they unloaded right in front of the studio. It does. It stinks all of a sudden. Did you guys see the... There was an Instagram video going around that... While McAfee was talking during one of the college football games, I think it was the Texas game, yes. Texas, Oklahoma, Texas Oklahoma, that in the background the cow was taking, taking a big, a big, big dump. dump. I love it. I didn't. See I that. love like when but they I love that. Like when they, 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 they it's either them or, or when was it Colorado? The buffalo comes in and just craps all over the yeah, field, or maybe it, yeah. it was Texas. Was they bring the. Bevo, it was, it was Bevo, Bevo. Yeah, Bevo just Bevo. dropped a they, load. Well, all the over animal doesn't know anybody. They were like, they were doing, they were all yeah. talking. And in the go. background, oh, if yeah. you oh, zoom oh, in, oh, yeah. you could yeah, see go. the cow. Oh, he's turned dumb. around. Yeah, he's taking so a big bad. dump. Yeah, yeah, so so tail up. That's it's they call tails up. So bad. Be careful. We want to start this drive on the right hash away from Bevo. Yeah, right. Exactly. The Bears have done that before. times. taking a big dump right on the field. Three hours. I seem to recall the Kansas City game. Well, yeah, the Packer game was one of those. I did not hear. You guys dump. were going to go through contender, we pretender. Did. We did. How many contenders did you decide on? Had the number of that? Well, two in there's the some N- bad football. Two in the right NFC. There's two only the two NFC. in the so, NFC. So, let me guess: Philadelphia and uh, the 49ers. That's it. So, did you have your pants on or off last night watching uh, the 49ers well, it, offense function? They started on, but then they were off okay. by, you know, late second quarter, right. early third quarter, first round of third quarter. Belt? Maybe yeah, a belt. Is that, you know, you never know. Maybe two belts. Were you you did you, did before, you know. did you, before did you buy one of those those 49er hats that Shani wears with these straight yeah. brim? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, got, I got it all. I got the w- w- Waddle and I are presidents of the Shanahan <laughs> fan club. It's just stupid. Why it is. I mean, I, can, I, can I be? Yeah, can I join the club? Can. Of yes. course. I mean, all welcome. I'll be anything in that club. It's all just welcome. And then in the He's, AFC, that kid's never thrown an interception in the NFL. I know it's been a short stay, but he has zero interceptions to his resume. 
No, it, that's not true. Purdy? Purdy doesn't hasn't thrown an interception as a that pro, has he? Be. No. Am I he right? He hasn't lost. He hasn't, the only no. game he's lost is Does the... Does he really not have well, an interception? I don't believe he has. In 12 games? Oh, I don't gotta, think so. Look that up, the bro. only game he's lost is the Eagles postseason game, which wasn't a true loss because he right. didn't play. He right, really right. didn't play. So we don't almost count he, He's that thrown one. four picks, by oh, the way. Four games, my bad. But still, how many He hasn't this year, right? He I don't think he's year. got any yeah. this year. Yeah, I think that's true. He's that an right? MVP candidate now. Oh yeah, he's got. He's by far the highest rated quarterback, and he hasn't thrown an interception yet this well, year. He knows where to go with it, like yeah. you guys always say. And by the way, the I think the Cowboys. I think if I heard this correctly, last night was their highest pressure rate of the season. And too. It still didn't matter. He just knows where to go with it, and it's why Shanahan loves him. He's like, this kid can run my offense. He doesn't have the Jimmy G gambler in no. him. No. There's no... It's, it's just... He doesn't it's, take the risks that Jimmy takes. It's smart. I mean, he just... It's smart, and they they play great... For, and they're physical on yeah. defense. Oh, and yeah. Like, there's everything they do you love. Just everything they Fred do you Warner love. Warner and the other kid. Greenlaw's great. Greenlaw's great. And, uh, adding Hargrave has been great for them. Like... Yeah. It just all looks good. Did you see what Potsy tweeted? He loves to troll with these types of tw- no tweets. Tr- right. True. But it's also it's also true. I mean, uh, he wrote uh, while the game was on yesterday, he said the Bears had three seventh-round picks in the 2022 draft. Mm. They took uh, Jatir Carter, uh, Elijah Hicks, and Trenton Gill. 49ers had one seventh-round pick they in the 2022 Brock draft, Purdy. and they took Brock Purdy. That's why they should always be drafting well, okay. quarterbacks. That's Draft true, quarterbacks. but then I would go back and say the 49ers also traded yeah. three first-round picks right. to try to jump up for, yeah. for Trey Lance. So yeah, they did. like they didn't do it perfectly, but they they were they found their way to That's why you should always be drafting quarterbacks. And and Brock Purdy found his football heaven. Yes. yes no he like I feel like this is Brady going to New England, and I'm not saying he's gonna turn out to be Brady. I'm saying that he landed in the yep. perfect spot, and I think Shani found his his football love. Yep. I've, I feel like he, he found his football forever quarterback. I find that statement to be much more believable, or it makes more sense with the whole, hey, if Brock Purdy was a bear, he wouldn't be this. That is more true than the whole Mahomes statement totally. to me. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, and I think like there are certain quarterbacks in history. Like I think Kurt Warner landing where he landed in right. St. Louis with yeah. Mike Martz at the time. Yeah. Turn and, and then he turned his his but career. S- some it, guys transcend systems. Yeah. yeah Mahomes yeah, would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, I he was so. a first round pick, no matter right. what. I'm talking about guys who who like. Yes. Brady, Brady was a pick one ninety nine. Brock. Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. Kurt Warner was undrafted um, and bounced around the league. That when they get to the right spot, and and many guys never find the right spot and never turn into anything. Um, But when you find that right spot and you get in the right system... So Brady was yep. pick 199, seventh round, right? Yeah, sixth Not round. seventh round, no. Sixth round. Oh, sixth round. Yeah, okay. Sixth round for Brady. So Purdy was pick Purdy 262. Was the last, one. last one, Mr. Irrelevant. That's yeah. unbelievable. It's crazy. You know what we didn't talk about yet? The, the Miami game, the end of the Miami U game. Did you guys see that on oh, Saturday? Oh, yeah, it's my bad today. For, oh, is it the bad? Uh, yeah, so you guys no, will we play could, it. We to talk about. I don't it. understand, like how what, and what could possibly be going on on the side. You want? You want? We have it on our pitch. You should not be handing this football off. I don't know what. Miami is doing. That's it. And here's Cheney. Just straight ahead. 
tackled and the ball popped out. He's got to read the clock. I mean, read the card. I mean, to and me, Georgia Tech has it with 26 seconds left. Three to the field for King. Up in the pocket, going to loop it down the field, and it is caught. And that's Rutherford. Here's King from the pocket. Flush to his right with six. Five, going to loop it downfield. And ball is caught. Touchdown, Georgia Tech. With one second to go in the ball game, Christian Leary. I mean, everybody knew it. The announcers are saying, well, what are they doing? They take a knee here. There were under 40 seconds left, and Georgia Tech didn't have a timeout. It was Hasselbeck, right? Wasn't Tim yeah. Hasselbeck on yeah, the Yeah, it was Tim. It was, yeah. And he knew it. He called it right away. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Because they weren't lined up in just Neil formation. Was, this, was that as, as bad as the Pasarchik, uh Herm Edwards play? The butt fumble? No, 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 no. The, don't you remember when the, the Herm returned the... Returned the... the yes. That, right. that was yeah. comp. I heard yeah. that. Yeah, they were talking about it earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he should have just taken a knee. What are you doing? Larry like, Saka, wasn't coaches, he the running back? Yes, yeah, I think yes, he was. you were right. How do these coaches continue to get away with these types I don't of know, things? but I heard Hembo and the guys talking about that. He's they never hadn't kneeled. taken a knee all year. He said, he's, any, dead. He said he's never kneeled. He Going said, back to Oregon? He, he said he's had this at Oregon go wrong once. Well, I don't remember that, did it? In like 2013 Does or Mario something? Does Mario not know you can take a knee to end a game? Is he one of these meat head coaches where, like where he thinks taking a knee? You know, remember, uh, who's the Rutgers coach? Greg Shiano. Shiano. Remember when Shiano would yeah. always go one hundred percent, even when the yeah. other team was taking a knee. Yeah, because he's like, a is jack, he yeah. like, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like, 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 is this? Does Cristobal think that you you should never take a knee in football? That oh, you that's always crazy. Are I mean, you had, your team was undefeated, man. And then, and then like, I heard it's, a clip. It's crazy. I heard a clip in the post game where he said he blamed the kid for not. Not holding the ball with two oh two hands. God. It's it's they should not fire covering him. up. They should fire him. I'm sorry. It's well it's, at the very least he shouldn't be blaming the kid. I mean the kid's got to hang on to the football, but don't put him in that spot. Well, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. doesn't. Like you you know use the rules to your advantage Absolutely. sometimes. And the rule says if you take a knee, they can't stop the clock and the game right. is over. Like, it's, it's crazy. just dumb. It's crazy. Hey, how guys. good is uh, – I mean, you never wish anyone to get injured, but what a break the Bears may well, get without get Justin break. Jefferson. It might be to get – you know, there's still a three-point dog against I, the 1-4 team yes, on the road. That's, that's crazy. There's still a three-point I'll point take the dog. points. I think I'll take the Bears in the three. We missed the best of the number now. I didn't grab it early enough. You, you could have had it at four and a half on Friday. So now we missed it. And I feel like that'd be silly. Four and a half? It was four and a half. You could have had it at four and a half on Friday. Come on. Four and a half. Got reposted after the Vikings lost yesterday at three and a half. Now it's three. I'll so still we, take the three. We missed the best of it. I'll take the three. You talk about bad, too. Um, I'm giving up the whole good, bad, dirty. But the way the Vikings blew their timeouts totally. in that game, they mismanaged that clock the entire second half. From the bad challenge they blew, they blew a timeout, and then and then late in the game where they had to call the timeout on the uh, Kansas City yeah. when the Kansas City faked going for right. it on fourth down, yeah, and then they needed the timeout uh, when they the, they had to take a delay of game. How they get they lucky? use them like tic tacs? Like their timeouts are meaningless. How did he take his helmet off though and not get a flag? Isn't no, that, it, it, O'Connell it's, it's was right. asking for that? Yes, well, he was for the, the flag. flag. I don't know. It should, it? Been, it should yeah. have been pass interference. It was a bad call. They picked up the flag, and then he took the helmet, he took his off. helmet off. Right, they got lucky. They they, they got lucky, like the, but the, the Chiefs did a little. But bit. but the Vikings yeah, again. You're the right, the Vikings 
mismanaged those timeouts yeah. so poorly down the stretch yeah. when they could have used them on that last drive and in so many instances. Yeah. That cha- I don't understand that challenge. I know. I know. It was I don't so get what that's why he says these coaching decisions the ball. throughout the course of, of games. And, and I know it's hard. There's a lot going on on those sidelines. But, man, oh, man, like there's a there's just week in and week out, there's so much head-scratching stuff that makes you go, like, what? What are you doing? What are you guys what doing? What are you doing? Like, what's the pro- what like, is he doing over there? I don't get it. What are you, you have doing? have more people than on the staff helping you with that. Yes. Nothing that's – no, I don't think there's any rules that says you got to limit them. I mean, like, build a big enough support staff that in game day it can be – like in real time, going through data and crunching yes. these things and watching film and I mean, like, do this, this, and this, and just trust it. I don't know. It's crazy. An, an ancillary NFL story that has no connection to that, though. But I was just thinking about it. Do you realize how badly the Patriots have been beaten the last two games by sixty yeah. points? Like my right? buddy, my buddy Mike Bumpus what, called More. me Seven, seventy 70. points. He said he sent me a text last week. He goes, he, he thinks they may get he may get fired in the middle of the season. There's no, no chance no, that they're going to fire. You don't do that to him. You couldn't do that. To I, him. I wouldn't think so. No way. I wouldn't think so. But, but he's done now. I know they've always he's been at, at the end. What was it? Thirty-seven three last week. I think it was like seventy-two to three. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, or 30, wasn't it 37, 31-3 last week or 37? Oh, no, no, no. It was like 37-3 yeah, last yesterday. week and 34 nothing. And it was the Saints. Yeah. At, in your building. In your building. Against the Saints. Yeah. I, I picked the, the Patriots in that game. But it's just amazing. Well, yeah. I, I didn't think that I had a good week, too. I'm, it's, it's amazing. But I missed that one badly. Like, I it didn't happens, think. I thought, I didn't it happens. Think, it happens. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, I thought for sure they would bounce back, it's but brutal. they suck. They, they suck. can't score either. No, I mean. they can't. They can't move the ball. All right, boys, what's up on the show? So what was your big takeaway as we had the weekend off? And I liked what you guys said. I'm anxious to I'm see the Bears totally again. I'm totally anxious to I see wanna, them. Uh, I want to see them string these together. And Sylvia might crash and burn, but like I want to yeah. see it. Well, like, well, get me to well, Sunday well, now. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, and at least see. there's something interesting. Yes. What is Justin Fields and the Bears offense building? Yeah. But as you watch the NFL... What was your big takeaway as it related to the Bears? Mm. And and are you convinced now, watching Carolina and watching the Bears, that the Bears are going to end up with the number one pick? Good call, yeah. And then what happens then? What if they do? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. I was watching um, the coaching around the NFL, and I said to myself, because I... I I believe they have to get a new coach. I'm not uh, like watching the Washington game saying, oh, Eberflus has saved his job. And I want one of these. (laughs) And and I will tell you what one of those is. And then I heard Cap say something, and it was in the exact opposite of of what I was thinking all weekend. He wants a special teams coordinator. (laughs) And a pony. I was watching yesterday saying... I need one of these. Yeah. I crave one of these. And then I turned on Cap and Hood, and he said the exact opposite thing shock you? as to what I wanted after watching the league all weekend. I wanted a cold beer. So funny. And you had a. I heard yeah, you had I your share. Several. Yeah. several. Three three one two three three two three seven seven six, and we'll talk to Robert Mays coming up today nice. at four. He was um, not buying Justin Fields at the beginning of the year. Is he getting? A little more convinced that maybe Fields has, has taken at least a step here All right. in the last couple I of like weeks. Me. It's always yeah. good. All right, boys, have a great show. Waddle and Sylvie get you home next. We'll see you tomorrow. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. 
follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at TWaddle87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Hope you had a great weekend. We are back on the air from the old National Bank studio. We just had the parade, Columbus Day Parade, right on State Street. I love a parade. Yeah. I, uh, on the video I did, said, who's uh, got the next parade sports-wise in town? And how long are we waiting for that? What's your son's team name? They, uh, they, are you talking I, about he was baseball? pitching this weekend, yeah. I saw. For the Washington, for the Nationals. Okay. You know, we, they, they use major league Was he league throwing teams. strikes? He did. He struck did he? out two. He walked nice. one. He got out, uh, unscathed did without giving anybody? up a run. Uh, he didn't. Uh, uh, I think he, uh, he hit uh, a bat. He, he like, it would have hit Intentionally? Him. No, not intentionally. Come on. No. He's, like, he's, uh, he's got a little fire in his belly. He's seven. He's seven. Right. This is a hybrid. That's where you league. learn where, when to throw at people. You're trying to move he, kids back. He bet you know how I feel about intentionally throwing at people. He better not be throwing it at people intentionally. Listen, he's making making his his statement. No statement. Yes, he is. You throw strikes. He's bringing you, the heat. Does you, he throw a curveball yet? No, no, no. Does he have a changeup? You throw. You throw strikes. That's what Does he you do. He threw a changeup. He was doing some Johnny Cueto stuff. Was though, he doing some, rocking? He was rocking he was the doing, baby. He was doing some shimmying. Yes. Like he watches all the. Uh, the, he watches baseball. Do like, they have a pitch clock? No got to worry clock. about that. He gets the ball and throws it, though. Yeah. Like, I, it, well, it, well, that's that's the advice you've given him because you want to get the hell out of there as soon as possible. There's no getting out you of get, there. You get dinner reservations at 630. Our buddy Dan Durkin's the head coach. Um, he's great with the kids. But there's not – it's seven-year-old uh, kid pitch. There's no getting the hell out of there at all. That those you're there you, for a yeah, long time. You better buckle up. Really? Yeah, you better settle in. Really? Yeah. Can you bring a cooler to a seven year old's no, game? You cannot bring a cooler. What if you just drinking? What if you're just drinking water? I bring a coffee and I bring a, a, a bottle of water. That's what I bring because I need the. I'm as the assistant coach. I need a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. What is your What is your role? What do you do? I are am, you waving Wendell Kim or whatever his name was? Are you bringing the kids home? Are you I, playing aggressive? I, I'm, I'm, I'm a catcher for when it is. So this is a hybrid league. It's it's usually it's seven. They don't do kid pitch. This year they experimented with kid pitch. First three innings is coach pitch. Last two innings is kid pitch. Why are we doing it that way? Because if it was kid pitch the whole time, you'd be there for a month? Yeah, so okay. usually they don't do that till eight years old. They've decided to take the second graders and, in a transition year, experiment with this to get them more ready for when they go to kid Good. pitch. So Durkin's he, also the head coach of the, so he, or the manager he, of the baseball team, so too? So he's the manager, and he is the coach pitch. Wow. So I'm his catcher. So I catch for him. And, That's a good combo and, right there. And, and then during uh, during uh, kid pitch, while our team bats, I'm first base coach. Okay. And I, who was the left handed catcher? There was one left handed catcher in baseball, Mike right? Squires. There for, you go. For the White Sox. Yeah. 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 That's who you are. Played a little first base as well. Yeah. yeah. Is Dan is good a baseball manager as he is a football coach. He, oh yeah, he's very. He, football's his his sport, yeah. but he's great with the kids. Yeah. He's great with kids. You know, I'm a little tough on my own. And good with the other team. Yeah. I need to back off of Brad. Oh, you're Marvin Marinovich. Yeah, I'm tough on yeah. him. I'm tough. When well, like, what is tough? What do you. When he, when he doesn't pay attention, he bounces the, the basketball off his forehead in the he, driveway? If he fails, he fails. But when he doesn't pay attention is when I get ticked off. Well, that's fine. I, the only thing I ever yelled at my kids was about their effort. 
if you're not trying, then go sit down. Yeah. As long as you're trying and be, you know, giving it everything you have, then we're all good. Durkin at one point said to me a couple weeks ago, he goes, I hadn't seen that side of you. Uh, yeah, I got, really? I got it in. Well, he I obviously hasn't spent much time with you. <laughs> Jesus, I'm, really? I'm laid back in the community. You, what, listen, yeah, I would show up to one of your games and watch you be laid back, and I would say to you, I didn't know you had that in you. Yeah, but uh, when when the effort isn't there, I parked at him, and I got, you know, you take Good it for you. Me. Good for you. Listen, oh. effort's the one thing you can control. Yes. We are out on Wednesday. So in two days, guys, we're going to break up the work week, make it easier to get through. Come on out and see us at uh, the great, great Twin Peaks in Warrenville. This has been a frequent stop for the Waddle and Sylvie show. It's 28252 Deal Road in Warrenville. So make a deal with us. Very easy to get there. And uh, join us at uh, Twin Peaks in Warrenville, 2 to 6. On Wednesday, the Nissan Titan Street team will be there. They'll have some cool giveaways to give away as well. So uh, we'll be there Wednesday. Come on out and see us. We'll be reacting to Connor Bedard's first game. That is right. We'll be talking We'll be Bears. bringing it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it'll be uh, Connor's second game, right? Because he plays Tuesday night and went. Oh, that's right. It's all well, oh, right. So we're Wednesday. That works. Right. They play Tuesday. That is so correct. We'll be I reacting got out in front of myself. Yeah. yeah. We'll That's re- going to be good. Yes. And we'll be talking bears and we'll be just having a good time at the Twin Peaks in Warrenville. So come on out and see us. We've got we've got some good Bedard uh, stuff scheduled for you this week. We've got good time Patty Boyle scheduled for tomorrow. We've got Eddie Olchek, who will do the national game on Wednesday, who will join us on Wednesday well, at 530. You, and then you'll just get the two of us breaking it down as well. Well, we're the hockey show. Yes. We're the hockey show. You know who I saw this weekend? For the first time ever? I know, but you can let him introduce himself. Jimmy on the north side. Jimmy! I, I was at the Deer Path Inn. And uh, this, this smile... Hold on here. I'm giving you an introduction. This, <laughs> this, this really gregarious, smiley guy came up to me with his hand uh, well-dressed, too. He had his hand extended. Guy walking up to me. And I'm like, who's coming up to me to say hi? Do I, do I need to recognize this guy? And he said... Sylvie, Jimmy from the north side. And I, I brought him in for the real deal. I brought him in for, for a hug. hug. Yeah. He wasn't wearing his Fields jersey? No, Deer he, he, he was not. No? Well-dressed, and it was great to meet Jimmy from the north side for the first time. I don't believe... Had we met before, Jimmy? Uh, no, we had not. And uh, it's actually really funny because on the way to the restaurant... And I was telling my wife, I was like, well, Waddle lives in Lake Forest. And I said, oh, wait a minute. He uh, unloaded that place in Lake Forest for a pretty penny, I believe I read in, in cranes. So I was like, you know what? I to rather a little bit. And so it's quite funny that you showed up. Uh, that was uh, that was a good surprise. It was nice to meet you, man. It was great I just to missed, see you. I yes. missed what he said. His phone. He just was borrowing Matt Eberflutz's phone. You're, you <laughs> yeah, went out. Right. You went out. We didn't hear it. I didn't hear what you had to say. Uh, oh, I went out. Yeah, yeah for your like phone five skipped. seconds, three seconds. Yeah. Oh, I apologize. A- anyway, I called. I called it to my wife that I was going to meet one of you guys at the oh, restaurant. I was in Cincinnati, so Sylvie was the lucky the, the lucky what? show member. I introduced my wife to Jimmy. Jimmy did not introduce really? his wife to us. Wow, but she was the beautiful one at the bar, uh, ho- holding the conversation with everybody. So, okay. I, I, but she's also Allie. So eventually, uh, we uh, the next time we run into each other at a restaurant, I will 
I will make that introduction, I promise. Okay. Um, listen, it, it couldn't have, uh, in, I couldn't have been more uh, joyed to see the Bears break that streak on national TV in front of a stadium full of DC strokes. Um, <laughs> that was just awesome. And, um, you know, I, I think Fields, guys, like, I remember calling a couple weeks ago after a press conference. And I said, you know, he's got to step up. Well, boy, has he, right? And, you know, you look at the remainder of the schedule, and you guys know me, I'm a little bit uh, overly optimistic. But this team, you know, I think they're developing into, a, you know, a week-to-week competitive team. And it's a week-to-week league, that's yeah. pretty clear. Um, and they got seven games out of the division, five inside. I mean, if you come out above 500 in those both both sides of that, I mean, with Fields playing like this on a consistent basis, I mean, they're really setting themselves up. I just hope at the end of the day, as you guys know, that the McCaskies have the cash in the bank to be able to move forward for this thing into the future. So I don't know what you guys think about uh, the this season, but, uh, I, you know, again, I just thought it was – it was a meaningful win for everybody uh, on Thursday and uh, excited to see how things play out. We needed that. Yeah, there's no question, Jimmy. I said it before the ball went in the air. I, I said, look, and we talked about it. Um, there was an enormous stench on that team after losing the first four games and especially how they lost the fourth game. They needed to get that stank off of them. And the fact that they did, um, my guess is, is this this group up there, despite having a one and four record, is feeling significantly better about themselves right now than they did before that ball went in the air on Thursday night. So much so that if I was their coach, I would be convincing them that the first month of the season didn't matter. That it was that just that all. was the exhibition. It was exhibition. Even though we know that's we not know the that's case. not the case. Yes. But that's how you have to. That's how you have to kind of train the minds of your players. Is that's gone. That's in the past. It's not how you start. It's going to be how we 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 finish and how we go from here. So. Uh, I expect that you're going to see an enthusiastic team. You're going to see a team that's got a little extra, you know, giddy up in their step. And I think that this is a very winnable game for them as the Vikings come to town a little bit in disarray, probably without their best player. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, if you missed it, if you were watching the games, and I love having these weeks where the Bears do play because we get our fair share of Bears football. But then we get a Sunday where we get to watch the league and sort of scout the league or at least just compare what the league is doing compared to our bears so like tonight like today we get to see the opponent in two weeks vegas uh yesterday we got to see the vikings that's next week's opponent in in that kansas city game um but justin jefferson tweaked his hamstring late in that game he's never missed a game before i don't think that they will if there's any question at all my guess is He's one of the best young players in the league. They're going to be cautious with him. Yeah, There's no reason to, to jeopardize a, him for the remainder of the year. Not with a hamstring. Yeah. Not with a hamstring. So i I, I got to be honest, though. I'm a little bit... Look, they're both 1-4 teams. It's not 4-1 versus 1-4. I was more than a little surprised. Like The odds makers, are, once again, this Bears team is a three-point underdog at home. You were surprised by what? That they were an underdog at home. Like, I thought oh, this really? would be a pick em. Well, they're still the Bears. I mean... Well, I got it. I, I totally. But I just didn't think... And, and the Vikings haven't been very good either. And they're going to be without their best player, more than likely. And the Bears did get some players back today. Um, that was good news. I will uh, tell you about that. I do want to get into the coaching talk, too. 
Because what, what what the win did for me, I, like I am pretty sold unless some miracle happens that they will have to assemble a new coaching staff. 312-332-3776. And this was my big takeaway from the weekend, just watching some of the good ones around the league about that I need one of these. I'll tell you about that coming up next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. I think what the win did was not only did it uh, get rid of the stank, as Waddle has been saying, but it also has given Bears fans some more hope. Yeah. And uh, you couldn't, you can beat the Vikings. You can beat Vegas after that. Like, it, it gives you hope of enjoying some football again uh, and not talking about a long, historic yeah. losing streak. I think you'd be foolish to now think that they're going to win the NFC North. Um but I, you know, I mean, you want to ride the roller coaster, ride the roller coaster. Um, I don't think anything is is has changed drastically. They still need to build on some things. Their defense needs to still be better, more consistent, and their offense needs to show us that what they did the last couple of weeks aren't just an anomaly. That they're on the cusp of, like Luke Getzey told us before they they started on this, that they're on the cusp of something really cool and good. Building something special yeah. was his exact words. Um, and, and like I like a roller coaster, but I'm not going to ride the roller coaster. One win is not changing my mind. I'm I'm out on Eberflus. I believe that they'll need to to rebuild the coaching staff. They already need a new defensive coordinator. So <laughs> right, and, and like I, I I believe the accountability has been lacking. I there's been a lot that I have left me um, wanting more with this coaching staff. And and as I've looked around the league and I was just watching, um, you watch the Miami Dolphins and you watch McDaniel. You watch the San Francisco 49ers and you see what Shani does. Like, I, I just watch. I want a you want lo- one of those. I want one of those. <laughs> I want one of those head coaches that dial it up. Sean McVay back in the day, and even still Sean McVay, they were outmatched yesterday. But even with a team that's still, like, what he's doing with Puka Nakua, like, just stepping in as a rookie and and is putting up big numbers. They're overmatched as a team from a talent standpoint now. Um, What the Eagles are doing with with their head coach is, First-time head coach, offensive mind, and other teams have taken off of their coaching staff, and Indy and Arizona have taken the coordinators off of their coaching staff, Nick Sirianni's, who is an offensive mind, and they have hired from them to name their head coaches. I want the right offensive coordinator as my next head coach. It's not breaking new ground. A lot of people have said that for years. You've just got to hire the right one. They hired Matt Nagy last time. Matt Nagy called plays for like a grand total of five games with the Kansas City Chiefs, and that was coming from Andy Reid. Like what what you watch Ben Johnson do, 
it starts and ends with Ben Johnson. For those who don't know, Ben Johnson is the offensive coordinator in Detroit. Anthony Lynn was their offensive coordinator a year ago. He was the ex-head coach of the Chargers. And they had something so good with Ben Johnson that they fired Anthony Lynn. And they said, Ben Johnson's calling our plays. Ben Johnson had been with Dan Campbell going back to Miami. And Ben Johnson is basically the head coach of the offense there. You know, Dan Campbell doesn't call any plays. It's not like Andy Reid presiding over an offense. Ben Johnson does that. Ben Johnson ran a play yesterday, that reverse play that was like a flea flicker, what Shani called it. Shani ran the same play in his game. And the, the, the ultimate target was the tight end in both plays. It was the exact same play. Yeah. I could play the, the clip for you from Shani in a little bit. But, yes, offensive coordinators have failed before. But if you scour the league and you look at some of the best coaches in the league right now, you know, Andy Reid, of course, is. you would probably say, the, would you say Andy Reid currently is the best coach in the league? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, the reigning Super Bowl champ, what's he got, two of them? And he's been to four, something yeah. like that? But other than like a guy who's been the coach for 20 years in this league or whatever it's been, you know, Shanahan. Shanahan is... Been to three NFC title games in the last four years and one Super Bowl. He was the offensive coordinator in Atlanta, who, by the way, blew a 28-3 to lead in the Super Bowl. He was the offensive coordinator there. Um, you look at what they're doing in Miami, setting records for scoring and yards and everything. And he was the coordinator under Shanny in San Francisco. Nick Sirianni, I told you that. He came off of the... Indianapolis tree as the the offensive coordinator. You look at Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur was an offensive coordinator, head coach. I heard I tuned into Cap, and this wasn't like this is what I was thinking watching the games on Sunday before I heard Cap say this. And then I tuned into Cap, and then I heard Cap say this. And I keep hearing, you know, if the Bears change coach, gotta have an offensive head coach. No, you don't. No, you don't. One of the best teams in football is Buffalo. Their coach is a defensive coordinator. Mike Tomlin, he was a D coordinator. John Harbaugh, he was a special team. Just get the best freaking CEO of my operation and put it together. If that's an offensive guy, awesome. I don't want the flavor of the day coordinator again. I don't. That's for smaller markets. I want somebody who's been a head coach. Yeah, I prefer that for the Chicago Bears. Whatever's next, whatever it happens. Like, if that's Jim Harbaugh, great. If it's not Jim Harbaugh, who else is out there? Is there somebody willing to leave his team to come run my team? I don't know. We're going to find out. Sean Payton. Pass. <laughs> See, there's a good example. Sean Payton, like, there's a couple of things. I will not be upset if they get Jim Harbaugh. I'd be happy with Jim Harbaugh. You get Jim Harbaugh, I'd be happy with that. But don't call the offensive coordinator the flavor of the day. You've got to hire the right one. You had a chance to hire McDaniel here. He ended up in Miami. You've got to hire the right one, just like you have to draft the right quarterback. There are guys who fail all the time. Hiring Mark Tressman when he failed numerous times as the offensive coordinator in the NFL and had to go to Canada to be a head coach, that's not hiring the right guy. When Bruce Arians was in the building 
as the reigning coach of the year, as the offensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts. You hired the wrong one. These aren't flavors of the day. LaFleur, not the flavor of the day. Great head coach in Green Bay. Sirianni, not the flavor of the day. Really good head coach with the Eagles. McDaniel, not the flavor of the day. Head coach in Miami. Uh, Shanahan, not the flavor of the day. One of the top head coaches with the 49ers. You've got to do the homework. And again, I'm fine if you hire a dynamic coach who's not offensive. They didn't hire a dynamic head coach. They, They did not hire a uniter. They did not hire a dynamic head coach. They hired a nice man again. They've got to hire somebody who can do the job <laughs> that, in a dynamic nice. way. That would be that would be nice, you hiring know, somebody that can do the job. And for, for, for Hoodie to say that that's small market, there's nothing small market about Shanahan. There's nothing small market about what they're doing in Miami. There's nothing small market even though he's in Green Bay uh, with LaFleur. That's what I want with my offenses. I would prefer in this day and age... One of the young offensive minded guys, just because the, the league caters to that side of the football these days. I doesn't mean that's, that's the only guy I would accept, but I, listen, I, I think that as simple as it sounds, what you need to do is find the right guy. And they haven't been able to find the right guy. And if it's, and if it's Jim Harbaugh, that's fine. But the problem is, guys, when you hire a former head coach, you're going to have to hold your nose. You had a chance to hire Doug Peterson. Everyone's like, oh, why do I want Doug Peterson? He failed at the end with the Eagles. You had a chance. He was available in the last cycle. Not many Bears fans clamored for him. You'll have a chance to hire Bill Belichick. He'll probably be available. You want him? I don't. That's what I'm saying. There aren't many second-time head coaches who are available because they're good at this point. You usually get a chance to hire a second-time head coach. Because they were just fired. So, like, do you want Sean McVay? Would Sean McVay, would you be able to trade for Sean McVay? I you want to give up draft compensation? I'd so, prefer not to. So, a guy like Ben Johnson, is he the next LaFleur? Is he the next McDaniel? You've got to get the right next one of those guys. And that's what you got to do the homework on. And that's what it's up to Kevin Warren to do. And, and not be like the, what the Bears have failed time and time again with their hiring process. 312-332-3776 if you want to weigh in. What were your big takeaways from the weekend? That was mine. I want one of those guys. Hmm. McVeigh, LaFleur, McDaniel, Shanahan. Those are the best teams. What, they have all those guys. Nothing small market about those coaches. It's Waddle and Sylvie.